Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Nerds Order Music interview. Today, we have the man known as Nadastav. How you doing, brother? Not too bad. Yourself? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. So let's get started. Tell me a little about. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, not much there really. Uh, just a metalhead. Um, been into metal for quite quite some years since I was a little kid, and then during the uh, UK coronavirus lockdown, I decided to start my own project. And yeah, just took it from there, really. Nice. How would you describe the music you make? Uh, black metal. I try to uh, make it as raw as possible. Um, I try not to sound too overproduced and things like that. So, yeah. So, where did your journey into music begin? Um, it was really through my dad. I mean, I grew up listening to things like Iron Maiden, Motorhead things like that and then that was just the start of it for me and then just gradually got into like heavier and heavier things and you know so yeah from a really really young age I'd say probably about seven eight I can remember listening to all my dad's like vinyl and stuff like that you know that was like yeah the sound of my childhood really. Uh, I don't know that feeling as a vinyl as a vinyl enthusiast myself I get that I have a bunch of old yeah. stuff on vinyl like like like, like, like Motorhead and Iron Maiden and stuff like that. What's your favorite Maiden album? It's a hard one, honestly. Like, there's so many to choose from. It's hard to pay, like, just one. But I'll, have to get back, I'll have to get back to you on that, actually. <laughs> I get that, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's just so many. I mean, I think their discography is just, it's like, they haven't really done a bad album, in my opinion. It's just, yeah. you know what you're getting with Maiden, really. Exactly. Like, nothing they make is bad. It's all good shit. So it's hard to pick yeah. just one. Definitely. Know that pain all too well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, like, do you do everything yourself, or do you have like other bandmates? No, it's just me. Just me. I respect that. That's hard to do. It's it's not as hard as what you might think, really. Um, especially in the black metal scene, there's quite a lot of one man bands, and for me, it's like I always write the riffs on my guitar, and then. As I'm doing that, I think, well, how would I like the drums to sound? And then the recording process, it's like, as soon as I've got that drum beat layered, you know what I mean? It's like, once I've laid that down, it's just kind of easy to get everything to flow. It is a lot easier than what you might think. Hmm. Speaking of music, how is, like, describe the music writing process for you. And like I say, it's just mainly, uh, I'm pretty much always playing guitar. So, you know, in my spare time, I've pretty much always got my guitar in my hand and then I just kind of strum along and think, okay that'll sound good like I've got a little riff there and then kind of just build from that you know what I mean so like once I think I've got something that sounds good on guitar and then I start thinking of like well what can I do with the drums what can I do with the bass and things like that and sometimes it can be a bit of a drawn out process you know when you are one man band it's kind of like you've not got anyone else there to kind of say you know well you could do that there or this could go there you know what I mean it's it's yeah, it's just one of those. It's like, but normally for me, it's just everything's done from the guitar, and then I kind of figure out everything else from that. I normally go guitar, and then sort of drums, like what beat would go with that, what would sound good with that. You know, it's a bit like trial and error sometimes. Yeah, you know? I get that a lot. Speaking of music, like, how did the song I'm trying to think of the name here, "Skies Bleeding Over Wuhan," come together? Was that made because of the pandemic? Yeah, like I said, I kind of started all this 
during the pandemic. I mean, once I'd kind of done all the riffs and the recording for that song, I didn't intentionally, I didn't intentionally record that to be about the pandemic. But when I was thinking of lyrics, you know, the pandemic was just everywhere, you know. So I just kind of, I just kind of went with that and thought, well, you know, it kind of because I've started this in the pandemic, I suppose it would make sense to kind of write a song about it. You know, but it wasn't the intention to begin with. It just kind of came together like that. Yeah. I mean, you can get inspiration from the weirdest things and sometimes the most oh, yeah. morbid. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. There's inspiration everywhere, even in the most morbid shit imaginable. Yeah. I mean, this year has been very, very morbid. <laughs> oh, know? definitely, man. <laughs> Honestly, like, if it wasn't for music, I probably wouldn't be here right now. So I started this up during the pandemic to give back as well. Yeah. So it's like... That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people, I mean, I was reading um, musical instrument sales have gone through the roof this past year because everybody's been stuck at home trying to find new hobbies and things like that. So I think music has helped people massively, massively through this. It's a massive outlet, like listening to it and producing it. It's like therapy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's why I love metal rock. It's like this that pure emotion is, is very much alive in those genres. Yeah, from the oh, screaming yeah. to the lyrics, like you can feel the pain of the person making it, and it can help you get your own pain out of your system, which I love. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. When I actually first listened to, I, I, I'm so bad at names today. I'm so sorry. Sky's bleeding over Wuhan. I was like, holy, like, because <laughs> like I love music that starts off like in like with a very fast paced kind of thing. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. Like I love fast paced music, and my heart was racing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. Like music, and the music either makes me cry or makes my heart race. I just love it. Oh yeah, so. definitely. I mean, I'm very influenced by thrash and things like that as well. So the fast pace sort of thing—that's like a big thing for me. Yeah. And it was just—it was just so. I mean, that was like the first song I ever actually recorded and ever like properly wrote. And at the time, it was just—it just came together so easily. And yeah. I was quite shocked about that. It, but yeah, it was just kind of like, it did just sort of, I recorded it, I think, within a couple of days, that was done, really. Damn. A lot of yeah. songs take, like, a lot of songs can take them, like, over a month to complete, depending on the bands yeah. and stuff, but, like, a few days? I can give you props for that. That's insane. I just pretty much, I was solidly doing it, you know what I mean? There wasn't really much breaks in between, like I said. I mean, the riffs and stuff I'd had written for a little bit longer than that. You know what I mean? But then once I'd actually done, like, got into that recording process, it just it just flowed together quickly. But it's the only one that has kind of taken me a couple of days. I mean, everything else after that, it's just, it has been going like a lot of back and forth sort of thing. Yeah. But I think as well, I was just really eager to release something. So I was just, like, really determined at that time. Yeah, it all just came together. That's great. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. It's rare that that happens. It is rare. <laughs> Rare as it may be, it's one hell of an accomplishment. I'll give you that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> like I know, like, I saw the message. I'm like, this this looks interesting. Like I didn't know what to expect because I, I usually work. I've only worked with like a few artists who do death metal and black metal. Maybe like one or two. So yeah. I didn't know what to expect. Like even though I love the genre, it's just rare for me to have these opportunities to speak with like like the genres you guys do. So I didn't yeah. know what to expect. So I'm like, okay, I'll give it a listen. And mind blown. I was just like, holy. <laughs> That's why I'm like, yep, working with them. I loved Sweet. it. It was great. Yeah, that's good to know. That's really good to know. Um, but like I say, because it was my first single as well, I was like, 
when I first released it, I'd never actually released music before and I was wondering what the reaction would be, but most of it has been pretty positive, really. Has been, I think that is the most viewed track that I've done so far. Yeah. And honestly, I've been enjoying the hell out of it and it's like, I can't wait to see what's next, honestly. I'm super excited. Well, um, I'm hopefully releasing an album in the next couple of months. I've got everything recorded now. It's just going through that mastering stage, which is taken a while. I was supposed to release it last month, but there's just been delays and delays with it, to be honest. Getting quite stressful. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully soon there's going to be a lot more coming out. Do you do everything at home or do you go to like a studio? Uh, it's all home recorded. Everything's at home. Damn. Yeah, I give you props. That is insane. I definitely give you credit for that. A lot of people I talk to, they have to go out, they have to go out and go to studios and shit. Some people have studios at home, but it's like most of them have to go out even during the pandemic. So seeing like it all come together at home, that's nuts. Yeah, I mean, I really like that lo-fi sound. So, I mean, for me, I I wouldn't actually record in a studio. I like that lo-fi sound. I like that sort of DIY. And I think when you do do things at home, it, it, it's just, you get a totally different sound, you get a totally different atmosphere and everything like that. So personally, I would never go in a studio. I like that. I, I'm also a big fan of, of like the lo-fi sound myself and I always love seeing stuff like that. It's really rare to see people actually do it at home without a studio. And yeah. I do have a lot more respect for people who do it that way because it's like, it does sound like, quality-wise sounds really good. Like, don't get me wrong, studios are fantastic, don't get me wrong. It's just, like, when you have that whole DIY lo-fi kind of twist to it, it sounds, it has its own sound, which I love. It just, to me, it sounds more authentic, you know what I mean? It's just, like, I think nowadays, like, especially in, like, the mainstream of metal, uh, I think bands are using the studio as more of an instrument as well, you know what I mean? To me, metal shouldn't sound over-polished and over-produced. It should sound raw. Yeah. to me and i think i think you get that more by basically doing it yourself you know you do get that more that way even music that isn't metal like this too i love stuff like the cure and stuff like that dead can dance and like their really early stuff that had that lo-fi and it's so way rarity sound to it as well i just think music to me in my personal opinion just sounds more genuine when it's made like that yeah it's, it's all the raw emotion and everything that goes into it. I totally get yeah. that. That's how I love music. I love seeing music with raw emotion. And just like, it, if it sounds like more raw, that just means more work went into it. Absolutely. Which I, which I love seeing. That's, why I'm, that's also why I'm into black metal a lot. Like you can, you can, you can like hear that with a lot of it. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's what... Sorry, carry on. Carry well, on. When I first heard yours, I'm like, okay, I can definitely like, hear the lo-fi and the raw like rawness of the music i'm like is art in my opinion <laughs> absolutely that's what got me into black metal i think as controversial as he is it was burzum's second album that i first heard of like black metal and every time i still listen to that album it's still that same feeling and i was just captured by that and that's when i thought you know that that's just the music for me <laughs> you know it sounds so raw and that's what I love about it. Definitely. And my next question would be, who would you love to collaborate with, whether it be on stage or in the song-making process? Um, 
That's a good question, actually. Uh, well, I don't play live and I've got no intentions to play live. So it would have to be just like a studio, well, recording process. Yeah. But that is a really tough question. Really tough question. I think for me, actually, it's going to be like a non-metal answer, but it would be sort of like singer-songwriter like Anna Von Holsworth. Yeah. Because I think if you listen to her sing, it's just like the haunting vocals would just be so good in a collaboration with Black Metal. So someone like that who could sort of sing like her or like the organ playing, I think that would just go totally with Black Metal. It would, honestly. I can totally see that happening too. Like it would mix so well together, so I definitely do see that. See that. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be different as well. It would. It, it would be. You know, it would be something that, like, I think would sound more fresh than just like your normal sort of like metalheads collaborating together. I think it would give something a hell of a lot different. Oh, definitely. Like, that's without a doubt, man. I can definitely like understand that point of view entirely. My next question would be, what is the best piece of advice you were ever given when starting this project up? Sorry, could you repeat that? I caught out then. All right. What is the best piece of advice you ever got when starting music? Mainly just to keep at it more than anything. Just, you know, like sometimes when you are writing, you can just sit there with writer's block. And that happens to me quite a lot with lyrics. That's the hardest part for me, I think is actually writing something down that is going to sound good. And it's just sometimes it's just so easy to sort of get stressed out and just, you know, think, fuck this. But for me, people always said, just keep at it no matter what, no matter if you get a bad reaction or, I mean, cause, I mean releasing music online nowadays, you just, you're opening yourself up sometimes to negativity. I mean, I've personally never really got any, but I can understand why sometimes people can release stuff and just, you know, think, yeah, I'm just not going to bother anymore. So for me, it's just no matter what, don't give up. Yeah, because the way the music world is today, like the mainstream genres are mostly like rap and hip hop. And when people see metal, it's like them. What the hell is this? I'm like, you don't get it, do you? Like you, a lot of people don't understand metal and it's sad. Like, yeah, I, I had oh, friends yeah, like absolutely. that. They were like total hip hop heads and rap heads and they hated metal. And I'm just like, they go, it's the devil's music over here. Like, have you read some of the lyrics? See, some of it is because some of it is aimed to be that, like in certain genres. Oh, yeah, I do see that, but not all of it is meant to be that. Like some have a lot of deep meaning, and some are just there to like sound awesome and be like adrenaline rush based music, which I think is like, really cool. Like metal is so diversified, and people don't get that. Oh, it is nowadays definitely. But for me, it's like I like the fact that metal is it isn't mainstream. I like the fact that it's not everywhere because it makes it more personal to listen to. I mean, when you're at work and things like that, like you say, all you hear is stuff like hip-hop, R&B and pop on the radio and things like that. And to me, I love the fact that metal is still something that people, in a sense, are afraid of. Like you say, there's people that go, oh, it's the devil's music. And, you know, to me, that adds a charm to it. That it it's, people still actually get scared by it, you know, and I think that's awesome still. I don't think it would be the same, you know, if it was all over the place, it yeah. just wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be because it wouldn't be as much heart that goes into it. Like I do get that because with metal, a lot of it is personal. So like, you can feel the pain of the person who's singing it 
and you can relate to it. That's why I love it. And I'm, I'm so glad it's not mainstream myself because it would be a lot different. Like look, at Bring Me to, like, look at Bring Me to Horizon, for example. They used to be underground, then they got mainstream, then they kind of, like, their whole style changed. And that was a prime example of why it shouldn't be mainstream. Yeah, I mean, they've never been a band that I've really, really heard much about. But it's like nowadays, like, I've heard some of the newer stuff and it just doesn't even sound rock, some of it. Never mind that. It's just, yeah. it is just pop music. Like, their but, old stuff is great and you can hear it, like, you can feel the metal and the emotion. But the new stuff, it's just falling apart. Because they got way too mainstream, then they were like, okay, we got to do this for money now. It's like, where it happened to the heart? I mean, that's what I was going to say. It is now definitely for money, you know, and it's like, in some respects, I can see why bands end up doing that because nowadays you just, you make zero, zero on a, on being a musician nowadays. You don't make anything unless you are mainstream. Yeah. You know, and it's just but like, say the passion goes, the heart goes and, you know, <laughs> You just, yeah, to me, it's just like, there's no point in doing it if all you're doing it for is for money. I was actually, um, I think it was on Reddit the other day, somebody posted something saying, um, does anybody wish never really pursuing a career as a musician, like making money from it? And my answer to that was like, no, because when you are an underground artist and you're not doing it for money, you have the freedom to make the art you want to make. And that's, that is the whole point to me of making music. I don't care if I don't make money from it. I don't care really if I don't get a lot of followers, a lot of listeners, listens. I do it for me. I do it for myself. It's what keeps me sane making music. You know, it's like I've played guitar since I was about 13 and that's just, I could have the shittest day, but then like, you know, if I go home and just play my guitar for a bit for that short while, it just all goes away, you know, and it's just, that's why I do it. Yeah. Music can heal the soul and it's beautiful, especially with underground stuff. You can, like I mentioned before, you can feel the emotion in it and it really help, helps people heal from like depression and stuff like that. Like, like me, for example, without music, I'd be dead. It has like underground metal has got me through so much shit. And that's why I love it. It's like, sure. I listen to almost all genres, but metal has always been my home genre. I always go back oh, to yeah. it. I mean, like I said, I listen to other things as well, you know, but I always come back to metal, always. And I get what you're saying. I mean, it's just like, for me, it's just music's my life. I've always got music on if I'm out and about, got the headphones on if I'm in the house, got them stereo on or I'm making music, you know, it's just, yeah, <laughs> without it, it's just life will be worth living. Mm -hmm. Like for me, my headphones go on as soon as I wake up and they come off as soon as I go to bed. <laughs> like music yeah. plays. It's like every day for me. Actually, funny thing, actually. Even, my, even my cats, like I'm playing metal. Like I actually played um, the song I mentioned from you earlier and their reactions were priceless. Like, <laughs> they, know, like, they know I listen to metal. Like, they know like I listen to like a lot of music and whenever I play like a lot of heavy core metal, they I get the funniest reactions out of those two little furballs. <laughs> like one of them all wide-eyed and started running around the room like it was the, Indy, like, it was the Daytona 500. <laughs> like, this kid, like, you know, racing and stuff like that. But no, like, they're nuts. It's hysterical. I have never seen a cat run so fast in my life. <laughs> See, I've got a dog, and he's pretty much used to everything I listen to. Now. He's like, he seems to be pretty much immune to it. You know, but, but yeah, you should definitely film that one day. I'm going to do my best. Pit or so. something, you know. Yeah, no, they, they fight each other when I play. It's hysterical. Like, they're running around and killing each other. And I'm over here like, that is some funny shit. 
Have you ever seen that? I think it was, um, I'm pretty sure it was Hatebreed. Somebody made a video um, to one of their songs. I can't remember which one it is, but it is about cats sort of reacting to it and cats sort of fighting to it. Great. I need to watch it later now. It's on YouTube. I'm sure I've just typed in Hatebreed. I think it was Destroy Everything. I think it was that. I will definitely look into that today. That, that sounds hilarious. Uh, my next question is, well, what is next? What is going to be coming out and what is the future for you? Well, my upcoming album is called The Blood Rest Star, named after one of my tracks. And like I say, that should be coming out within the next month or two. Um, like I say, there's been quite a lot of delays with that. But yeah, that's the next thing. And then because there's been delays, that I've, already, I've, like, I've been recording again today. I've been recording pretty much constantly. For the past couple of months so i've already got pretty much another ep ready to release after that or possibly another album that could turn into um there's no title or anything for that yet it is literally just still in the recording stages so but yeah hopefully within the next month or two my full length will be coming out i cannot wait i'm super excited now i, I love the cover arts for everything like it all all of them are unique in their own way i love it yeah, that was done by a guy, um, guy that I found on Instagram actually. But yeah, he was a really, really good artist, and he de he designed the logo and everything. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely going to be working with him again. That's awesome! I can't wait to see future works. Like, yeah, I he's love, brilliant at what he does. I love seeing like the art as well as the music itself because they both go they both go together so well. So that's what I love still about collecting CDs and vinyl. I mean. It's like with all this download and streaming culture now, you don't get none of that. I mean, I can remember just like when I was a kid getting CDs and like you say, you look at the artwork, you look at the booklet while you're listening to it and it just all goes together, you know. That's why I, I still do it, I still do it today. I, I have like records, CDs. I'm always looking at it as I'm listening to it, like just taking it all in. It's, so, it's I mean, it's just fun. all a part of it. It's just all a part right. of it. Like the art and the music, it's all into one nice little package. You can look at it as long as you want and you can feel it going into it. Like you can feel it merging in a way. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like the art and the music, if they go together well enough, you feel like you're actually in the song to a very high extent. Oh yeah, I get that. Absolutely. Like so, I say, you just, don't, you just don't get that nowadays, especially the younger generation. It's like they don't understand that. Honestly, it's so sad. Mind you, I'm part. I'm like I'm only 23, and I'm and it's like I'm still part of that. Technically, I'm still part of that generation since Gen Z or whatever. But like I even I even I do respect the the work and art that go into music. So it's like I wouldn't have it any other way. So, but I think it is mainly metalheads that still buy actual physical copies. Oh yes, I do all there's the not, time. <laughs> but yeah, there's not many other genres now where people I think actually still buy physical recordings. Yeah, it's sad. I prefer physical because, like, if you have the right speakers and, like, the right sound systems and everything else, it sounds a lot better than it would through a phone and through a normal, head like, through a normal headset. Yeah, and again, it's like with streaming. It's To me, it's like, I mean, the only time I stream, like, say, if, if I'm out and about, but it just feels like there's, I don't know, just some sort of block in between the actual music and, yeah, it sounds too weird for me. It really does. Like when you use a good set of speakers and a physical copy, whether it be a record or a CD, there's something more you hear than you would with headphones. Yeah, absolutely. My family, why do you why do you always get physical copies? Me, when you're a metalhead, you'll understand. 
<laughs> See, but everybody should understand. This is what I don't get. Everybody should understand that. Exactly. And I'm over here like you wouldn't get it because if you use headphones, there's a lot you're missing. Like when you're using like speakers and physical copies, there's a lot you you would hear versus when you wouldn't with a normal phone and headphones. Like you miss yeah, a lot definitely. of the smelling. Definitely. Like whether it be like hidden little like hidden little vocals they put in there. Like one song did that actually. And you can only hear it through like if you turn the volume up to a certain degree, you could hear it, like a little girl crying. But it's like that was you would have to have you would have to use a set of speakers to do that. Yeah. And it's like it's like when you're mastering music and you should always use speakers. Yeah. You know, because it's like music is like you say, you miss so much through the headphones. So you should always so to me that's that's just the truth that you should always be listening to music properly on a stereo or something. Like the only time I use headphones is um, is that if I'm taking a walk or some shit. Like when I'm at home though, I always use speakers. Yeah, same here. Yeah, the speakers I have, I had put like I was listening to well, the one I mentioned earlier from you on the speakers. I had a quarter volume, the fucking floor was vibrating. <laughs> you know, those things are great. <laughs> they were like, they were like what seventy bucks maybe, and they're like you know pretty normal size. Actually, they're behind me. And oh yeah, yeah, I can see them. You know, I didn't expect them to make the floor vibr- make the floor check at a quarter volume. I'm like, oh, blast of these things. Break some windows along the way. <laughs> but no, it's like when you use speakers, you can hear a lot of the song you wouldn't hear through headphones. Like whether it yeah. be like sometimes they throw little Easter eggs into the music that you have to use speakers to hear. Yeah, That's yeah, a good way to put it. That's no, true. Mm-hmm. Like, while I was listening to That's Is All I Think About by Atena, like, there's one part where the song's audio completely cut. But if you turn the volume up high enough, you can hear a little girl crying. It's like, they put that in there, and people usually don't even listen to it. Yeah. Even in the music video, it's not there. You have to have, like, the speakers and, like, the physical copy or the digital, but using speakers to hear it. You can't hear Maybe that. Maybe they actually did that on purpose, though. So, like, because yeah. most people nowadays are listening to headphones, and then one day, if they do play it through like a decent speak system, you know, it probably freaked them out when you're not used to hearing it. <laughs> like when I first heard that, my heart was melting because it was a song about depression, and like hearing that, I was like, it hit me so hard. <laughs> I got to work with them recently, and I actually talked about that song with them, and it was amazing. Their response was great. <laughs> Atena, all, they're from old Bern, Norwegian, great group. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah no, like, I've actually heard of them. Yeah, I love, like, they're like metalcore, but... Oh, yeah. I don't listen to a lot of metalcore, really, Um, apart from, there's a band called Converge, I don't know if you've heard of them. I have heard of them. Yeah, they're pretty good, but they're really probably the only band that's sort of classed as that that I do actually listen to. Yeah. They are really, really good, they are really good. The biggest thing for me about doing this is I'm always finding new groups to listen to and speak with, it's amazing. Like, yeah. I didn't know about your music until you texted me. I'm like, okay, this seems interesting. I decided to look it up, and I'm just like, oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah, I've not been releasing music for that long, really, at the moment. So it's like, yeah, a lot of people haven't heard of me. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's still good, though. Actually, there's an app that they play a lot of metal, like like your kind of music on. It's called Gimme Metal. It's, a, it's like a Gimme Radio app they used to do. And now it's okay. all metal. And it's like death metal, black metal, metalcore, but mostly like black metal and death metal. Yeah, and they we'll have to check that. Out. Yeah, it's like twenty four seven. It's an app to it, and I think you can contact them to play your stuff. I believe I have to look into that. I okay. think it'd be cool. Yeah, definitely. And it's like and it's mostly all underground stuff, which is why I love it even even more. Yeah, I was, I was I remember 
I was doing I was doing something for kids and giggles. I was staying up like three thirty in the morning because you know the witch's hour. So I'm over here. I have the app going, and I just hear some of the most heaviest shit I've ever heard. And I'm over here like, you know what? Fuck it. You only live once, right? So also bad. It is. That that app has like it's twenty four seven, so it's always something playing on it, no matter what time of day it is or night. Definitely gonna have to download that. I'll send it. I'll send it over after. I don't mind. Yeah, at all. sweet. So I always love hearing new bands. Same. Being able to do this, I've heard, I've met a lot of cool bands doing this. And then I worked with one group recently called Sepsis. They're more like normal metal, but it's like awesome yeah. groups. And they told me to post what I do on their Facebook page, you know, to see if I can get more bands to work with me. An hour after I did that, a label reached out to me and 10 other bands. I'm like, what the f I was expecting that. I really wasn't. That's awesome, man. And it's an underground label, too, which is great. Like they, they do promotions for all a lot of, for mostly underground. And mostly like rock and metal. It's amazing. The, the owner, chill, dude. But yeah, I did not expect that. And now, thanks to them, I have a lot more bands to work with, and I'm hearing a lot more new stuff, and I love it. That's going to be cool as well. Help your channel grow quite a lot as well. Mm. The main reason I do this is just for it's for the bands, though. Because if it wasn't for music, like I said before, I wouldn't be here. So I started this up to give back to the music community. I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it for the bands. That's awesome. Yeah, that's why I did this. Like my goal is to make them more known so people can like listen to music that actually helps like, helps you. And yeah. handling out all that anger and depression and metal is a really good way of doing that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I I'm just like, you know what? Let me get this idea together. And I started I started it up. I I, I yeah, the page has existed for a while. Me and my friends run it. We're all a bunch of nerds. So we usually, we usually do like movies, comics, games, stuff like that. And then yeah. I decided I wanted to do a music segment. And since I technically did found, start this project up, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll do it. And then I started interviewing, I think, January? Early January, I started my very first video interview. And now I'm just doing it as a hobby. That's cool. It is. And you meet a lot of fun people doing this, I swear. I've actually watched a couple of them before we did, uh, since you, um, last week, I did actually watch a couple see what it was all about still i'm still a novice i'll admit but it's, i just do it for fun it's not like i'm trying to be professional or some shit but no that's what it's all about though isn't it really you know i mean you don't have to be professional at all you know just be yourself and just get it out there and then people you'll find people will be more interested in it that way yeah not just like a generic sort of thing exactly because i just like to make, i just like making these fun honestly I, I like making it fun for the person i'm working with and myself I think it's a good way to do it. Yeah, definitely. Actually, I was working with one band a few days ago, and it was a it was so much fun. <laughs> Actually, I was working with another band recently, and I decided to wear red. You know, I usually got, you know how I usually wear black for these. You've seen some of my videos. I like wearing yeah. this. I like I like looking like the whole like doom and gloom. I just had to wear red. The one time I wore a bright color, I ended up working with a goth vocalist. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> you know, so slow about this, man. So her, her and I were laughing about it afterwards. It was funny as hell. <laughs> I'm over here like, you know, I'm going to work color, you know, spice things up for a day. And then it's just like, I look at the person, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I wanted to fit the vibe. And I'm just like, well, I failed. <laughs> it was funny, though. It was funny as hell. That band is, they're called Sunsinger, and um, they work with DI as well. Awesome group. Okay. They're chill as hell, too. Really nice, really nice people. But yeah, I think I think I asked all my questions. I believe, yeah, I have everything written down because ADHD is not kind to me. 
Okay. So I have I usually have everything written down so I can remember it all. Yeah, that's the best way, really. It really is, and then I make stuff up. I, well, I make, I make up questions as I go for whoever I work with, because some things I can't write down. Like I just think of it on the spot because of like how unique the case is that I'm working with. Yeah, yeah. When like, you're having a conversation, anyway, sometimes a question will just pop into exactly. your head that way. Anyway, so like, you're actually one of the first solo musicians I've ever worked with. So really? I, yeah, was, there was one other, but that was like more recent as well. But I never had experience working with someone who has done all, like who's done everything themselves, which I find to be really unique. I say it's a lot more common than what you might think. I mean, if you start like interviewing more black metal artists, you especially in that genre, you will find there is a lot of solo musicians because I mean. It is, even though metal's like an underground genre, I think black metal is just the furthest underground you can actually go with it. Yeah. So I think for me, it's like, I don't know many people that are into metal anyway, especially where I live. I live in a small town, so, you know, it's metal's not a big thing here at all. So I kind of have no choice but to do things myself. Same here. I live in such, I live in such a small little town in a small state, mind you. Everyone's like mostly into mainstream shit. Like, my one group I'd hang out with, I got them into metal and now they're hooked on it. But it's like, that's just it. There's a very small group of people who listen to metal here. Most of it is, like, pop, rap, R&B, stuff like that. The metal, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, the metal groups here are really low as well. Then you got things like Warped Tour coming around, which is like, woohoo, I get to be myself. <laughs> oh, those are a blast. I love those. Yeah, no, this was fun. This was great. All right, I think I'm actually going to wrap things up here because... I asked all my stuff and I'm just about to kick in for Zoom. I hate that. Because Zoom, they give you like 40 minutes sometimes. Sometimes it glitches out and gives you longer, but mostly it doesn't. It's like over here. I have to sometimes I have to record more than one video and put them together. It's so annoying. Yeah. Actually, I've never used this platform before, so I've got no idea what it does. Yeah, no. With the, with the normal version, it can give you either 40 minutes of record time or sometimes it glitches out and gives you longer. That's rare. Yeah. And I'm over here like having to record more than one video to put it together. It's just like... Uh, yeah, I can imagine that's irritating as fuck. <laughs> it is. All right. But yeah, this has been another Nerds Order music interview. Today we had Nada Stav. Thank you so much for your time, man. This has been amazing. Yeah, thanks for having me. Have a good day and be safe, man. You too. See you later.